BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to Friend of a Friend. It's your host, Olivia Perez. I'm a journalist, interviewer, and the creator of the show, where we get to sit down with some of my friends, your friends, and meet new friends to host inspiring, but really down-to-earth conversations with some of my favorite luminaries who are up to something good. If you thought you knew everything about the bees, think again, because today we are going back to bee school with someone who is revolutionizing not just the bee industry, but also our medicine cabinets. Her name is Carly Stein, and she is the founder of Beekeepers Naturals, a company that provides the cleanest, most powerful solutions to modern health issues like brain fog and scratchy throats through using unique remedies from the beehive. After having chronic tonsillitis her whole life and a series of health scares that couldn't be helped through traditional antibiotics, Carly discovered Bee Propolis, a compound produced by bees and known for its healing abilities that completely healed her overnight. At the time, there was little notoriety of propolis in the U.S., so Carly left her job as a trader at Goldman Sachs to start what would later become a bee empire. Today, Beekeepers Naturals is loved by celebrities like the Kardashians and Lily Collins. It's sold nationwide at Targets and Whole Foods, and Carly's even landed a spot on the Forbes 30 under 30 list. In this episode, I got to know Carly, and Carly gives us a lesson in Hive 101. She takes us through all the beneficial compounds found in the hive, and no, we are not just talking about honey anymore. She also tells us how she turned her passion for beekeeping into a company and how we can all play a role in raising awareness for bee sustainability and saving the bees. I hope you guys love this episode. As always, if you haven't subscribed to the show yet and you find yourself coming back, definitely take the time to subscribe and leave us a review. I love hearing your feedback and it really helps us grow. And if you're listening, make sure that you take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram. I will always reshare as you guys are listening. I really appreciate the support. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you have an incredible week. Here's my friend, Carly Stein. Are you in LA? I'm in Berkeley. Oh, okay. Great. Where are you? I'm in LA. Awesome. How is everything with you? Everything's good. I'm a little under the weather right now, but your throat spray has been like literally saving me. I know that I like, I'm sure it sounds lame as like a shameless plug in this episode, but literally by my side, the first thing I'm doing before my podcast now to get me through it. So like, thank you to you because it's been such a lifesaver. You have the cough syrup as well. I do. And I've been taking it every morning. Awesome. Yeah. Just because if you're, I mean, the propolis is like, if nothing else, right. Like just spray all the time, but, um, the cough syrup will be like supportive if you want to speed up recovery as well. 
I'm happy yeah. to be liking it though. That makes me so happy. I'm loving it. And guys who are listening right now, we're going to get into all of this. So you'll understand everything that we're talking about. But I do have to just really, really say that your products have been so helpful for me. And if you guys are under the weather, feeling sick, or even just like want to keep up your immune system on a day-to-day basis, like this episode is so for you to learn and understand um, how these products can be effective. So I'm really excited to have you on because I'm just genuinely such a big fan. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be chatting with you. Of course. So I really want to dive right in because in learning more about you, I heard a story um, of when you were younger, you were in Italy, and you had a pretty traumatic experience with your health that led you to where you are today. Could you walk us through what that experience was? Absolutely. So I took, I mean, looking back, it makes a lot of sense, but I had a real struggle growing up. So I have an autoimmune condition. And because of that, I cannot take antibiotics. So antibiotics are not an option for me. And most conventional medicine, the sort of stuff you would buy at a pharmacy, a Walgreens, a CVS, I'm very reactive to that as well. So, you know, most things that are sold to us as medicine, just not an option for me. And in addition to my autoimmune, I had a chronic tonsillitis growing up. So, you know, for those of you who have not experienced tonsillitis, it's similar to strep throat. It's incredibly painful. So what would happen is my tonsils would completely swell up. My face would swell up. Um, It was incredibly painful to swallow, even taking a sip of water, eating anything. And, you know, for most people who struggle with tonsillitis, they'll take antibiotics and, you know, maybe it's like max a week of pain, but they'll kind of move past it. That of course wasn't an option for me. And then for the severity of my tonsillitis, what would have been sort of the path forward would be to have my tonsils removed. But because of my inability to take antibiotics, that was ruled out as and a lot of other factors. It was ruled out as too dangerous for me. So I was just sick all the time. Like when wow. I say all the time, I mean, starting as a little kid, I would be sick for, you know, two, three weeks for, you know, maybe every other month. Like I, I missed weeks and weeks of school growing up. I was, you know, always having to find alternatives. I, I just was constantly run down. I had such a sensitive system. I saw every specialist, every ear, nose, and throat doctor, you name it. I saw it. No one had answers. Of course, it wasn't life-threatening, but it absolutely altered my life experience. I was, and it's kind of been a weird experience during COVID because I spent a lot of my childhood quarantined because I was sick and didn't have wow. options. So you're like, I know how to do this. I do, but I'm also like, no. Right. Um, But yeah, so anyways, I was always sick and Western medicine could not provide a solution for me. So from a pretty early age, I started just doing a lot of research into alternative medicine, Eastern medicine, you know, just sort of different ideologies. And I found some incredible tools. I'm a huge fan of traditional Chinese medicine, for example, but I found some incredible things. But ultimately, I was really frustrated. I spent a lot of money that I didn't have on these latest and greatest wellness products that made big, bold claims and just didn't deliver on results. And for me, I was dealing with something viral. So it wasn't the sort of thing that I could just like take and maybe feel a bit of energy or my skin looked a little better. It was like, I need something that just works and doesn't make me sicker. So, you know, I kind of, I became really disillusioned with wellness. I thought a lot of it was snake oil. A lot of it was, you know, well-branded and just didn't do much. And I felt like there wasn't a place for me. And that really continued up until college. And when I was in college, I did a semester abroad 
of course, the second I got to Florence, I came down with tonsillitis and it was pretty severe. I was having trouble breathing and I was going to have to come home. And at that point I was just like, you know, I busted my butt waitressing to get out there. It was my first time abroad. I, you know, I worked really hard to make that happen. And I just, I was like, I can't keep missing out. I, I cannot do this. And I, you know, just went on a mission to find a solution. And I went into a pharmacy in Florence and I spoke to this pharmacist and, you know, spent a really long time with her going through my list of allergies and my specific autoimmune concerns and my symptoms. And at the end of our conversation, she was like, not concerned at all. And she was like, oh, you just need propolis. And I was like, okay, what's propolis? Because, you know, I've done a lot of research into wellness and I've never heard of this propolis stuff. And she's like, you know, from the bees, propolis. And she was sort of taken aback that it was so not familiar. For me. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, so honey? And she's like, no, honey is a completely different compound, completely different product. Propolis is a different thing that the bees make that has different health effects. That's what you need. So she gives me this tincture of propolis. Um, it was literally like there was, I think, maybe a little bit of Italian on it. Not a lot of information. She told me how to use it. We talked about, you know, potential issues because I was very nervous to ingest something in a forest. Of course. I was already sick. She was somebody who inspired a lot of trust. And then I took it home and I did a ton of research. And, you know, I got myself to a place where I felt comfortable. And I was also, I was also 21 and incredibly desperate. Like I, you know, really hard to afford to be out there. And it was, it was quite challenging. So it was kind of like this big thing that I had wanted my whole life. And I got there and I was like, I'm not going to go miss out again. Yeah. But it was, it was definitely frightening. So I did a ton of research on it. I started using the propolis and in about five days I made a full recovery. Wow. So propolis functioned for me the way antibiotics do for most people. And I had never had that experience before. I've never had an experience before at that point where I took something and recovered. I've, you know, taken things and thought maybe this is helping and maybe like recovered a little faster, but never an experience where I actually, you know, in a tangible way had that difference. It was pretty crazy. So I fell completely in love with propolis. It's like a new lease on life almost. It sounds like. Yeah. Well, I continued. So I stayed abroad. I ended up traveling for seven months. And I used propolis every single day and I didn't get sick again. Wow. And that was the longest period in my life I had ever gone without being sick. That's incredible. It was remarkable. And it was, it really did. I really did get like a new lease on life. And it was so interesting because, you know, Europe's quite progressive with natural health. Also, Europeans have a better understanding of how to utilize the medicinal ingredients from the beehive. Like honeybees were brought over to North America by European settlers. So you know, we rely on them mostly for pollination and honey. And, you know, a lot of these kind of more nuanced products that come out of the hive just were sort of lost on us. But in in other cultures, they're like the go-to, you know, like I I found it's not in some cool bougie health food store. I found it in like a corner store pharmacy. Right. Um, And so as I was traveling around Europe, I started to see all these different bee products you know, I remember being in France and finding brain supplements made of royal jelly and in Copenhagen, getting bee pollen on my smoothie for like energy boosting, that sort of thing. And I started right. incorporating all of these products into my routine. I was taking propolis literally every day. I still do. And I, I felt amazing. 
We'll be right back after a quick break. Hey guys, as you all know, I am all about taking you inside some of the most innovative and creative minds shaping our world today. But being a game-changing entrepreneur definitely comes with nights of sleeplessness caused by stress and anxiety. And even if you're not an entrepreneur, we all experience stress, fatigue, or pain in our lives from time to time. That's why I am so excited to be teaming up with Right Wellness Company, the creators of an all-new natural solution for pain, sleep, and anxiety. Choosing how you address those problems can be really challenging, especially if you're looking for an alternative to pharmaceutical products that are so pervasive these days. But whatever your situation is, Right Wellness can help you find the relief you're looking for, thanks to their all-new tincture that uses the latest transformative hemp ingredient, CBN. It's a powerful, non-intoxicating, hemp-derived compound with benefits around reducing stress, sleeping better, and managing aches and pains. This all-natural ingredient is similar to CBD, but way more effective. Right Wellness wants to help you get the relief you deserve, and you can save 20% off for being a listener of the show right now. If you simply go to rightwellness.co, that's rightwellness.co, and use the promo code FRIEND20. And you're trying it risk-free. If you're not fully satisfied in the first 30 days, they'll give you a full refund. Go to rightwellness.co and use the promo code FRIEND20. So for everybody listening right now that might not have used Propolis or heard of it in the past, can you give us a little bit of like Hive 101? Because I feel like, as you were saying earlier, you were like, oh, I just need honey. But there's so much more to the hive and so many more nutrients that we can actually utilize for human benefit. Totally. So let me start. What I'm going to do is I'm going to say how the bees use it and then how it can help our health. So I'll start with honey because we all know and love honey. So honey in the hive, it's the bees' food. It's their carbs, their energy source they eat it and they make honey from floral nectar. So they literally stick, they have these long tube-like tongues. They stick it into the flower. They suck up the nectar, bring it back to the hive, let it ferment and it becomes honey. And for humans, honey is full of antioxidants. It's one of the healthiest sweeteners. It doesn't spike your insulin in the same way as refined sugar. It has a little bit of antiviral effects. It's full of live enzymes. It's actually the only food on the planet that never expires. And that's because of its enzyme content, which is pretty cool. Didn't know that. Shout out to the probably five-year-old honey that's sitting in my cabinet right now. Well, they <laughs> found honey in Egyptian tombs and it's still totally edible. So like wow. that your honey is good to go. You Let's might not hear it after talking to me, because I'm going to probably <laughs> tell you about the, the variance in honey quality a little bit, but honey is amazing. So antioxidants, live enzymes for the bees. It's their food. Propolis is the bee's medicine. So while honey comes from flowers, propolis comes from plant and tree resins. So, you know, like sap on a tree. Yes. That would be like a base material for propolis. And so propolis, what the bees are doing is they're collecting the immune materials from the plant. So, you know, the basic ingredients is a little bit more medicinal in nature. They combine it with their enzymes and they make this sticky amber colored substance called propolis, and they line the entire hive with it. And what it does is it it protects the entire hive from germs and bacteria. And so it's literally what they use to create a clean, germ-free environment and protect themselves from, you know, outer concerns. And they even, so for newborn baby bees, they'll actually line the cell wall with propolis to create a sterile environment for newborns. Wow. And if a predator gets into the hive, like let's say a mouse, this wouldn't happen with like a proper organization. But when I started like backyard beekeeping, I had a situation where a mouse got into the hive. There's good stuff in there and it's in nature. So in that situation, the bees can sting the mouse and kill it. They can kill it, but 
they can't pick up a dead mouse and carry it out of the hive. Like these are tiny. And just like us, if there was a decaying body in our living room, we would get incredibly sick. A decaying rodent in the middle of the hive should kill all of the bees. But what they'll do in that situation is they actually mummify the mouse in propolis. And it's that powerful of an antimicrobial, antibacterial compound that it insulates the entire hive from the bacteria. Wow. That's crazy. Kind of like a cool metaphor thinking about, you know, insulating your body from the germs for your own health and what happens when you take propolis. I want to rewind a little bit just because I feel like if I was you and I was in Europe and I found basically this gold mine, what did you do in that moment? Was it, were you like immediately pulled to start this company and be like, okay, I need this? Or was it something that kind of gradually came to be over time? It was incredibly gradual. I, so I was doing a social science degree. I had a focus in chemistry and I thought I was going to go into pharmaceutical research. I've always loved sciences, but I never saw myself as a doctor, maybe because of my experience. I saw myself as a researcher, solving problems and creating things to help the doctors, you know, be able to identify what to use in different situations. So that was what I was thinking I was going to do at that time. I never, ever thought I would start a business. I never took a business course, very roundabout path towards my career. But so what happened in that moment was I just became obsessed with it as a consumer. I was just like, I found my thing. This is what works. This is amazing. You know, I was feeling great. I brought a bunch with me back home to finish up college in Canada at the end of my time abroad. And once I got through my supply, I went to the health food store thinking I would just get some propolis and I couldn't find it. Oh no. Yeah. So that was kind of terrifying. I started, you know, I went to every single health food store, couldn't find this stuff anywhere. I finally found it. I went to college in British Columbia, Canada, and I went to university of Victoria, which is the Island campus. Okay. I finally found propolis at a big farmer's market in Vancouver. So that's like the city. And I, I bought this $40 organic artisanal, beautiful propolis from this farmer's market. I was so excited and I took it and I had a pretty extreme allergic reaction. Oh my God. Yeah. So that was terrifying. What was it about it that made you allergic? So I ran a toxicity panel on the product I'd purchased. I was a TA for my chemistry class at that time. So I had, you know, pretty good. I was going to say, did you just have one of those lying around? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So after that, I realized that there was actually trace amounts of pesticides in it. Oh boy. It wasn't a ton, but as a person, you know how it is. If you're autoimmune, you're very sensitive and it made me react. And I was really frustrated because I was like, but this is organic. And I started doing a ton of research into the beekeeping industry. And I learned that organic doesn't really mean much when it comes to bees because they fly. You can't put a leash on them. So just because their hive sits on certified organic land, if they fly next door and, you know, they'll forage for a five mile radius. So if they fly, you know, out and they get into some flowers that have been sprayed, they'll bring that back. I, and, you know, in Europe, there's different pesticide regulation. And so that's why I think I wasn't reacting there. So I was really frustrated because I was like, I know what I need, but I can't get it in the quality here. I don't, you know, I can't wait for it to come. I can't really figure out how to order it from Europe. And I was pretty upset. And then I just realized, you know, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. True. So I started learning how to become a beekeeper and I started attending my local chapter beekeepers association meetings. Um, I found myself a mentor and 
my mentor, he was a retired, well, he still is retired, but he's a retired biochemist from Romania. So he has a science background and he's a third generation beekeeper. And he had moved to Victoria, Canada, which is like so beautiful and quaint. And he had moved out there to be a recluse, sort of take a sabbatical, write a book and keep bees. We'll be right back after a quick break. Over the past year, I feel like I've become hyper cognizant of what I'm putting into my body every day. Maybe it's because we've been in quarantine and dealing with a pandemic or because I've been cooking every day and I know exactly what's going on my plate. But I want to bring that ethos into everything that I do, especially when it comes to my health, which is why I am obsessed with Ritual's multivitamin and I'm excited to be sharing them today. Ritual is a clean, vegan-friendly multivitamin that's formulated with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms your body can actually use. What you won't find? Sugars, GMOs, major allergens, synthetic fillers, and artificial colorants. And you'll always know what nutrients you're taking and where they come from, thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind, incredible visible supply chain. Plus, there's a minty fresh taste and a delayed-release capsule design that makes taking your vitamins so easy. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping always, so you'll never run out and you'll never forget. You can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription at any time. And if you don't love Ritual within the first month, they'll refund your first order. Get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual's offering you guys 10% off during your first three months. So visit ritual.com backslash friend to start your ritual today. My mentor, he had moved out there to be a recluse, sort of take a sabbatical, write a book, and keep bees. He became my mentor and I started off just cleaning his hive tools and I completely fell in love with the bees. And, you know, he let me work my way up to, you know, being really responsible for my own hive. And it was an incredible learning experience because there was no pressure. I wasn't thinking about starting a company like this was 100 percent something I was doing for me. I have always been an environmentalist. I've always been obsessed with creatures and animals. And um, when I learned about the intricate role that the hive plays in nature and just how intelligent bees are and what they create. I was just so obsessed. And he had this science background and I, you know, was a TA. So I, what I was able to do was go out into the hives, have a practical experience, really connect with the bees, harvest my own products, and then bring it back to the lab and perfect my extractions just for me. And so, you know, I look back and I'm like, oh, it was product engineering. Totally. But at the time I was just like, you know, making stuff to help me. And my friends thought it was the craziest, weirdest hobby, but I started, you know, giving propolis out to people. And next thing you know, my roommates told their friends and people started using it when they got sick and it was working. And I started getting Facebook messages from people on campus wanting to buy my bee medicine. (laughs) I was like, okay, it's clearly working for other people. People are clearly interested in a more natural solution. And And there's a need for it. Yeah. And it's not just me, like this is effective. And so I kind of had this dream of starting a company at that point, but I was graduating with negative funds. And, you know, I also, I was fortunate to have a job offer out of school. I had an offer from a hedge fund to join them as a pharmaceutical researcher. Amazing. Yeah. And I was in a position where, you know, I wasn't going to turn away a job. And so I took that job. I was at this hedge fund for about 10 months and 10 months in, I was recruited by Goldman Sachs and I went over there and I joined them as a trader and I, you know, kept my primary focus on biotech. That's always what I've been interested in. And that fueled my fire in a different way because I was looking at, you know, large pharmaceutical companies and what goes into getting drugs passed. 
And again, there's absolutely a place for pharmaceuticals. I think, you know, there's a place for most things, but I think a one size fits all model is clearly not working. Right. You know, when we can solve our problems naturally without side effects or with, you know, side effects that are actually good for us, why wouldn't we take that option? So I think it's really important for us to kind of return to basics here. And that's a lot of what we're trying to do with our hive and plant-based medicines. But so anyways, I found myself in this finance job. That must have been a scary leap, like to go from a full Goldman Sachs job to then being like, okay, I'm going to start this company must have been a big challenge. It was really tough. I was really unhappy. So, mm-hmm. you know, I had, it was this interesting time because I had this great on paper job. I had more financial stability than ever. I had, you know, a good go forward. Um, and I was truly miserable. I was working insane hours, of course, but it wasn't even the hours. It was just the environment. I, I've never, I've never cared about finance. It's never been my thing. And I was really far away from what I love and, you know, creating and solving problems and all of that. And I really started to struggle with my mental health. And, uh, I sat down and made a spreadsheet about happiness. (laughs) What was on it? I need to, I want to hear all about this spreadsheet. Like, how was it divided? What were the goals on it? The two main things. So the objective was to figure out the points in time in my life that I was the happiest and think of how I can recreate that now because I'm clearly unhappy. And the two things that were, you know, the biggest things that I felt passion for were working with the bees, which, you know, I was living in New York and splitting time between New York and Toronto. So that wasn't exactly accessible. Right. Um, And then the other thing was playing mad scientist and building solutions and really problem solving and working with bee products. And I was like, okay, well, I can do that. So I ordered a bunch of lab equipment. I turned my studio apartment into like a crazy lab. Oh boy. (laughs) Breaking bad jokes when they came over. Yep. Um, I couldn't really have people over because it was all occupied by chem equipment. And I started purchasing raw product from my mentor out in BC because I knew the product quality there. And I started just making these products and I would do it like after work, you know, even if I got off at 1am, I would come home and spend an hour just making these things. And I would just make them to give out. Like I would just give them to my friends and family. And at one point, one of my girlfriends was like, your products are really weird and fun and they work well. And she worked for this event company that was putting on pop-up shops for small makers and um, sort of like a farmer's market style thing. And she was like, why don't you come one weekend and sell your stuff and just see? And I was like, okay, sure. And I went with like a cardboard sign and product in sort of like random unlabeled little vials and stuff like that, that I had all purchased somewhere. And uh, I ended up selling out. Wow. Every single person who I spoke to, I ended up giving them, this is like so crazy when I think about it now, but I I would give them my email address, my phone number, because I was really curious to hear if the product worked for them. And, you know, a lot of them, it was a lot of young parents who were looking for a clean solution for their family. It was a lot of parents with a little one who has autoimmune. It was a lot of young professionals who are dealing with something like Lyme disease, something hard to treat. Um, and I gave them all my personal information and I was like, let me know if it works for this. Like logically it should because studies say this and right. So it's like field research. Yeah. I ended up getting blown up by these people being like, oh my gosh, it helped. Amazing. And after that, I was like, man, this should really exist. 
And, you know, this is still the case today. It's really interesting. We've seen this better for you movement permeate like every sector. There's clean beauty and sustainable fashion and food, and it's amazing. And the one area that's kind of lagged behind is medicine. Like when we get sick, even the healthiest of us, we're still taking like cherry flavored chemical cough syrup or a numbing agent or, totally. you know, and it shouldn't be the case it, and it shouldn't be such a divide. It shouldn't be like you take the numbing agent or you take some weird esoteric wellness formula that maybe won't work. There should be something in the middle that actually works, that gets the job done first and foremost, but is made of ingredients that you can feel good about that, you know, don't have negative side effects that if anything, you should be incorporating more and can really help your body in in different ways. That's what's so interesting to me about your product line is that you're making the case to take these things every day and not just when the emergency happens when you're sick. Totally. Yeah. Propolis, I really believe should be taken every day. You know, things like our cough syrup, all of these things are plant-based and safe and built to use on a regular basis. But our cough syrup is something that you know, I'm not using that every day. I'm using it more when I'm run down and feel like I need extra support or if I have a cold or something like that. Um, so we're trying to do both. We're trying to create medicine that you can take in place of the traditional stuff we've grown up buying at CVS or Walgreens and also have tools that you can incorporate into your day-to-day to really prevent. So you don't have to deal with the sickness in the first place and you can just overall feel better. So it's 1130 for me right now. If I was to take your brain fuel royal jelly right now, how would I feel for the rest of my day? So now's a good time to take it. If it was, you know, if you're, if you're on the East coast, maybe not. Um, cause it does, it's not like caffeine, there's zero caffeine in it, but it does boost your energy levels. And what you can expect is, you know, it's not like caffeine where you're buzzing, but it's like a clear focus, like really right. like a cut through the fog. And, you know, often for me, when I take it, I'll sit down to work and I'm like, oh my God, I've been here for four hours and I haven't looked up. Um, so it kind of just really helps to get you in the zone, but it really does help with focus memory concentration. And so you can expect to just feel that, feel a slight elevation in your energy levels, but without the caffeine jitters, there's also, you know, we don't put refined sugar, flavors, additives, preservatives, all of our formulas are plant-based and hive-based. I mean, I've even seen propolis take over the beauty world. Like people are comparing it to hyaluronic acid almost in a way and putting it on their face. Yeah. Well, propolis is incredible for inflammation as well. Um, there's a lot of topical benefits for bee products are bee powered. Actually, I do face masks with it like once a week. So I'll put this all over my face. I leave it on for like 15 minutes. It starts to get drippy if you're hot. <laughs> do you mix it with anything or you're just putting that straight on your face? Put it up just like a tablespoon, rub it all over my face. It, it warms up and gets easier to apply. Right. It's a little bit harder at the start, but I'll leave it on for like 15 minutes, sometimes longer. And then you know, rub it off in circular motions. And I did not build this as a beauty product. I 100% built this to eat and I do eat it every day myself as well. But there's a lot of reason to put this on your face because honey is a humectant. So it actually helps to strengthen the moisture barrier of the skin. And then royal jelly uh, stimulates collagen production and it's full of fatty acids and antioxidants. And then bee pollen is full of broad spectrum vitamins, minerals, and protein. And then propolis is antibacterial. So it's great for blemishes and it's incredibly anti-inflammatory. So for me, I struggle with rosacea and propolis has been a huge game changer. So I'll do that all the time. But propolis, even if like you get a sunburn or, you know, you burn yourself cooking or 
you take a sip of a hot coffee and you burn your tongue, spray propolis on it. It's pretty remarkable how effective it is. And that's its anti-inflammatory abilities in action. In understanding more about your products, I'm sure that a challenge that you face constantly is the educational aspect of it. It's not like, hey, here's Tylenol. We know what Tylenol does. This is something that people have actually had to learn about. The reward is huge when you do learn about it, but I'm sure that the educational aspect of it within your community, there's a lot of work that's needed there. Absolutely. I really believe that in the next 10 years, everyone will, propolis will be incredibly commonplace. I mean, it has such incredible health effects that it kind of can't not be. But right now we're really at the forefront of educating about it and you know, through this pandemic, we've seen a lot of well-known doctors be very vocal about its effects. And, you know, a lot of people have really championed propolis. So I think there's much more awareness today than several months ago. But yeah, it's, it's really the early days of teaching people how to incorporate these things into their life and why they should even consider it. Another part of education that you guys are working on, which honestly is my favorite part of your entire business, is sustainability for bees. I'd love to talk a little bit about how that became a big mission within your business, especially because of the fact that we are facing a huge bee crisis in the world right now. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, I started as a beekeeper and I'm obsessed with bees. So, you know, so I've always felt, you know, incredibly connected to the bees, but sustainability is central to our mission for several reasons forget my products. If the bees go away, obviously there's no beekeepers naturals, but more importantly, our entire ecosystem would be turned on its head. Like bees pollinate one third of our food supply, you know, around 40% of flowering plants rely on bee pollination. And then you think of the ripple effect of other creatures that need those plants. So they're integral. They're the world's most important pollinators. Um, and it's, you know, central to everything we're doing to protect and champion the bees who are really our partners in creating everything. You know, I mentioned also my experience taking bee products in North America and having the pesticide exposure. And that's a real unfortunate reality. A lot of, there's unfortunately trace amounts of pesticides in a lot of bee products, whether they're organic or not. And so, at the, and at the same time on the sustainability side, pesticides are the number one killer of the bees. So, you know, starting in 2006, when they took DDT out of the game, it was replaced with this class of pesticides called neonicotinoids. Neonicotinoids, it's the most common class of pesticides used in America. They basically affect the bee's spatial reasoning and they're incredibly detrimental to our bee populations. Wow. We don't know the long-term effects they have on us either. They're water soluble. So they're getting into our water supply and degrading our soil. But the biggest way you can support the bees is by creating a clean environment for them because these pesticides are really widely used. So for us, we practice pesticide-free beekeeping. And that obviously means that our product is very clean. You can trust it. You know, if you have a sensitive system, you'll be safe. But more than that, it means that we're creating clean environments for the bees. And, you know, because we do this, a lot of our apiaries are in very remote locations. We do a lot of work in Canada. We do work in South America. We do work internationally because we're always looking for these you know, very remote natural locations to place our hives. Like if you have a big property and a lot of green space and you can create a clean environment for the bees, you absolutely should. Because if you look at the landscape in the U.S. right now, a lot of our kind of agricultural land is taken up by mass agro crops where a lot of pesticides are used and pesticides are really harmful. So for us, we actually have third-party pesticide testing for all of our products. So our propolis, our honey, before it hits the jar, the bottle, 
we send it to our testing, our lab in Canada, and we test for every pesticide, toxin, and pollutant in accordance with Health Canada, which is more rigorous than the US. And only when it comes back clean do we use it. So that's we're the only bee product company that does that. So that's a really important thing for product quality, but really for sustainability because we're getting the bees away from that. You mentioned earlier that something that you're seeing a lot of people do if they have big property is use their space for bees. What if you're someone that is just in an apartment or, you know, a smaller home and you want to help out in some way? What's one thing that we can do? So a really fantastic thing that anyone can do. I live in New York and I do this on my windowsill is planting. So just have, you know, bright colored flowering plants, pesticide free, of course, um, and put them outside because the bees do not have clean food at their, at their fingertips. I don't have fingers, but the bees do not have, you know, clean food supply anymore because of how our environments change between urbanization, pervasive use of pesticides, you know, these different practices, our bees don't have access to the clean things they need. So the best, you know, one of the best and easiest things people can do is just plant some flowers. And so look for something local, right? Colors are always great. Um, Another good thing to do if you live in a very warm place in the summer months, the bees get thirsty. And so you can make a little bee bath. We all know about bird baths, but bee baths are important too. So just take a bowl of water, put in some mulch and rocks for the bees to perch on, and they can drink from that. And then, you know, a big thing is voting with your dollars. Like as a, as a consumer, you know, for me, I work really hard to support biodynamic growers with, you know, my produce. I'm, I'm kind of maniacal about like what vegetables <laughs> we're allowed in our house um, and fruits. Right. And so I really try to support small scale growers who are doing it right, who have a biodynamic environment, who are engaging in the right practices. And then there's a lot of organizations you can give back to. So Beekeepers Naturals, we partner with UC Davis Bee Research. It's a fantastic research organization where they're pioneering incredible research when it comes to bee health. And we we work very closely with them. We run different campaigns with them. And we actually have these really cute hats and tees that say save the bees. And we give back a portion of profit to UC Davis. I love that. But there's so mostly it really starts with just your your own practices, like plant things, be really conscientious of the produce you're purchasing. If you do have a lawn, don't use pesticides on it. You'd be surprised how many people have gardeners that are using pesticides they don't even realize. It's also not great for you, your kids, your pets. Right. Stop the pesticide use in your own backyard. And, you know, getting involved in the anti-pesticide movement is really important as well. Thank you so much for coming on today. This was so interesting and so cool to learn about. And I appreciate you so much for making these products that work and are natural and good for us. Um, I'm a huge fan again. So thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Friend of a Friend. Before you go, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at tiermedia.com. And for more behind the scenes of the show, visit us at friendofafriend.us and follow me at Liv Perez on Instagram. Don't forget the two Vs. See you next week.